Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with a Kate. I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Mr. Oh, both pointed. Andy Conjure at Turner. Hello. And a Mr. Uh, it's Ben Errington. It's Ben Errington. You'll never believe it. <laughs> it's Ben Errington again. So we were just talking about John Barrowman. <laughs> yeah, so we thought, right, let, let's let's get let's get this on the record. It's a great yeah. way to start any podcast is slating John Barrowman. Well, well I think he kind of deserves it in a way. So the new this is kind of horror news, I guess. The new film by M. Night Shyamalan came out called Old. John Barrowman tweeted a little video with he uh, he, he tagged in M. Night Shyamalan. I think some of the actors maybe as well, or maybe it's the cinema. I can't remember. Uh, basically him calling the film shite and then he said he asked for a refund demanded a refund from the cinema um and then we were just complaining about him basically and how i think especially like so he's an actor he's a working actor and it's just utter disrespect for the film industry asking for his money back but also i think you ask for your money back when you don't receive the services you paid for right Mm -hmm. so they've paid the cinema's broken yeah. yeah, so they've paid yeah. to watch the movie old, and the cinema have shown them the movie old. <laughs> Regardless of what they think of it, you can't because it's a bit because someone else could pay for old and walk in and go, "That was the best film I've ever seen in my life." Mm-hmm. It's opinion based, so you can't go and turn around and say, "I want my money back." Yeah, like it's only like you can like or dislike a film. That's it's a subjective thing, but you can't decide whether you pay for it or not based on how much you like it. You can be disappointed for yourself. Hmm. Like if I had a, you know, you couldn't go, you couldn't go to Macca's and have a Big Mac and then go, oh, like I ate it all and everything, but I actually only like chicken. Don't know why I did that. I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consume all of it. <laughs> that was complain. shite. That's a shite. <laughs> and then Ronald McDonald isn't going to come out there and say, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Here yeah. You go. Yeah. It's... <laughs> 
it's it's a, it's basically it's a dick move to ask for your money back. I think because I've I've been to cinema and seen films that I really didn't enjoy and I really hate, but I would never dream of asking for my money back because have you ever walked out of a film? Mm, no, be, I don't think so. Clear. I don't think I feel I like have. if I, I pay in the same way like I, if I pay for food, I'll eat all of it regardless because <laughs> I paid for it. Yeah, I feel the same way with, with uh, a film. I've seen plenty of awful films, <laughs> like a horrible yeah. undercooked piece of fish if you eat it it's going to make you terribly ill well I paid for it so i'm gonna pretty much yeah 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 you, you don't it's or just you... one of those things that's not done especially when you're probably someone who earns a lot more than well yeah somebody who earns a lot of money and somebody who is an actor a working actor and somebody's been in movies so he's been in a movie shark attack free megalodon don't want to shit on shark, shark attack free megalodon never seen it but in terms of like talking about levels of quality i mean i guess yeah it's opinion based but yeah it's just a bit of a dick move and to put it out on twitter to get up and he got absolutely dragged for it as well you know so it's not like anyone's gone yeah good on you yeah and didn't um, he get like accused of getting his knob out on a doctor who set yeah i think him, him and ago. the, him and the other guy him and Noel Clark both got got it at at the same time, but only one of them appears to have been cancelled. The, rule, the, rule, the rules are the rules are subtle <laughs> as to why one person is cancelled and the other one isn't. But, uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, there we go. John Barrowman must do better. You twat. Just yeah. Get get yourself a nice horror movie podcast where you can slate the film as much as you want on the podcast. Speaking nice. of which, are we doing are we doing old next week? Yeah, we're going to do old either next week or the week after, depending on yeah. how fast I yeah. can pull my finger out and get to a cinema. Yeah, we'll say um, I'm not going to slate it off. I'm not going to say it's shite. Um, I mean, how I'll many films on this podcast have we out and out said are shite? Unnameable. I don't think unnameable. we said that. I don't think we said alone, shite. Uh, unnameable, <laughs> alone in the dark. Do you know what I mean? I think like even some genuine. Naff movies, we probably, you know, but then again, us, us sitting here and discussing the movie for two hours, even if we think it's shite, is mm-hmm. a lot better than literally putting a 30 second video on Twitter just saying shite over and over again. He didn't give us any reasons. He goes, I understand the metaphor, but I wasted two hours of my life. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. It's not good form. I remember somebody, somebody I knew saw Hereditary and they said, Oh, it's awful. And I was like, Oh, why didn't you like it? Oh, it's just awful, isn't it? I was like, yeah, yeah, but why Why did you not like it? Like, I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Like, one of my favourites of the year. Oh, really? Nah, it was terrible. Yeah. Well, why are you not giving me anything? Yeah. No reason. Yeah, like, no reason other than just, like, I think it's bad. Like, if they said, oh, a bit, bit gory for me, or I only like films about Christmas, like, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, did you turn, like that. why did you turn up and watch this? <laughs> I only like Hallmark movies about Christmas where the, the poster is just a lovely uh, white uh, heterosexual couple in red and green in front of a yeah. Christmas tree. That's I all mean, I like, all right? And then if like maybe uh, a mayor or some other authority figure learns a lesson about the true meaning of Christmas, that's what yeah. I'm in for. Usually some, someone who's working too hard and then you're neglecting their family, but then yeah. something happens. Yeah. It always happens. A bit like Maniac Cop. No, nothing like Maniac Cop, but... <laughs> yeah. well, someone is neglect someone is neglecting their family in that. It's true. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but he doesn't he doesn't learn about Christmas as a result. In fact, in many maybe. ways he suffers no long term consequences. Uh, maybe he learns about Christmas in the sequel. Yeah. 
Uh, other horror news, apart from John Barron, Barron news, is is a. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the poster and the name of the new Jordan Peele movie has been released. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. It is, it's a pretty good name for a horror movie. Initially, I was like, oh, I can't really? what it is. What is it? It's called Nope. So okay. <laughs> obviously, Nope yeah. is obviously quite something you would say a lot of times if a horror movie was putting the willies up you, metaphorically. Um, so yeah, it's called Nope. I don't think there's any plot details, but it's starring uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yun. So, and I think Post that's is it. interesting. Oh, doesn't really tell you much. There's like a cloud with what looks like a sort of uh, kite tail. Is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And there's like a sort of town in a valley. And it's just, yeah, just big text. Nope. So there we go. Uh, so that's 2022, July 2022. So still a year to go, but movie number three. I'll turn up for that. First mm, two are very same. good. Yeah. Turn up. Uh, what else we got? Oh, we got some Exorcist movie news this week. So apparently Universal and Peacock. So I think Peacock is an American network, isn't it? Like it's Peacock. NBC. I think it's a clothing shop in... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a clothing shop. So basically they do lovely, lovely summer School dresses. School uniforms and stuff, don't they? School yeah. uniforms, fairly cheap shoes. But now they're doing The Exorcist, which is crazy. We're going to believe They've can't believe it. Diversified their portfolio. <laughs> yeah. So apparently they've spent $400 million um, in a mega deal to purchase a new Exorcist trilogy. Um, and then, so Leslie Odom Jr., who's in Hamilton and Knives Out 2, is apparently going to be the star of it. But also, oh yeah, it's also going to be directed by David Gordon Green, obviously who did the Halloween 2018 movie. But also yeah. Ellen Burstyn as well will be reprising her role as Chris McNeil. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Oh, okay. So a whole flaming trilogy of exorcists that's quite exciting but the first film is going to be released theatrically in october 2023 so a little while yet but it looks like universal and peacock universal and peacock are sort of bankrolling quite a few of these productions because apparently the monsters rob zombies the monsters is also going to be from them yeah quite a lot of traction in in monsters chat we Rob Zombie's on his way to us having his cover it, I guess. We've mentioned it. It's been the news a couple of weeks on the row. Have we done any Rob Zombie movies? I don't think we have. No, I think I chatted about, because I think I watched his movies. He did Three from Hell that spoke about it a little bit in the watch, right? Yeah, but I don't think we've covered it exclusively on the podcast. If we were going to do one, what would you do? Um, Maybe House of Thousand Corpses. I feel like that's like the main... I think that's probably the... Or Lords of Salem, which I've not seen, which apparently is pretty good. Yeah, I've not seen Lords of Salem either. Now you say it. Now you Salem it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and the only other bit of horror news I've got, which is that the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer arrived today. We've seen the trailer already, but this was like a bit more because obviously it's been delayed for pretty much over a year. Got to get the hype back up. Got to get a hype back up. So a few more little bits. And I quite, I think I preferred this trailer because again, it doesn't show too much in terms of, I don't, yeah, in terms of story and sort of massive reveals, but it just got a little sprinkling of uh, interesting little ghosts and other bits and that. And I like where it seems to be going, where it's going to sit in the Ghostbusters mythology. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, I watched it um, and I think it looks fantastic. Like, I mean, 
it genuinely looks like an interesting new take, but still in kind of keeping in with the spirit of the of the first two. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I'm Definitely. looking looking forward to it. Say no more. Uh, maybe we'll cover that then. It'd be interesting for us to cover a sort of family horror movie. Yeah. 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 See if all these years on, busting still makes us all feel good. <laughs> I'm sure it will. There's like a little ghost trap on on wheels. Did you see that? Yeah, like a, a remote control car. Little remote control ghost trap. I mean, I, I yeah. fairly recently played the game for the first time as well, like the Ghostbusters. Um, it's good, isn't like, it? Yeah, the remaster really of it. The re- yeah, the remaster version. So it's got all the original voice cast as well. Because um, when did it come out? Like oh, ten years like, ago now. Like PS3, Xbox 360, wasn't it as well? And now, now we mentioned games. I literally just remembered that the Dead Space remake was has been confirmed as well. Yeah, officially oh, confirmed. Yeah. So I think yeah. maybe we discussed it not so long ago because EA were going to say, "Oh, we've got a potential horror um, game coming out." But yeah. It's definitely Dead Space. It's still from EA. And I think that is it Motive, who were like an arm of EA or gonna be total, it? total rebuild as well, right? So it's not a remaster reskin, it's a, a total rebuild, yeah. full remake. Yeah. Is that a good thing yeah. or a bad thing? Because that could go either way, right? Yeah, I guess if it's think... good, it could be really new and exciting. But then I think it's a you'll never I think please it's a good everyone. Thing. <clears throat> I think it's a good thing. Somebody said to me, Oh, terrible idea. Dead Space was already good. They should remake Dead Space Free because that was had problems. But I'm like, yeah, but if you keep a lot of the gameplay the same, like case in point, I said the Resident Evil remake, which was on the GameCube, um, Metal Gear Solid, Twin Snakes, and Tomb Raider Anniversary. Essentially, same sort of gameplay, but they're all really successful remakes. Yeah. I didn't think the Twin Snakes one was that well received, was it? I liked all new cinematics. Yeah, I liked playing yeah, Twin Snakes. It was good, and it was good to have basically Metal Gear Solid Two mechanics to play through. Yeah. But I understand that for a lot of people who really liked the old one, it was a bit anime. Yeah, a bit what anime. Was that noise? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was kind of dropping into the system that it was too anime or not. Let me just make sure that no one's uh, yeah. fallen down the stairs. I'll be right back. What was going on? Was I mean, I don't want to make too many jokes, just in case someone is hurt, but it sounded like someone was playing a big game of Jenga in the background. Yeah, we're suddenly... moving boxes. Just take the middle one here. <laughs> we're, we're moving boxes. Take the middle one. Of glassware. There we go. Yeah. Of all, of all your favourite um, <laughs> finest china that you only get out for for when you have guests. Here he's back. Here he's back. He's all right. Someone's dead. No. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It was just a recycling-related crash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Recycling's bloody noisy. When people when the when the big trucks get in the recycling in the morning, I shit my pants almost. As in, they don't take glass. So it's oh. all just it's all the soft bits, like plastic <laughs> and cardboard. It it's sounds like soft... someone throwing away a load of flumps. Yeah. <laughs> just just keep just it down right there. Keep it down there with you. Can't hear anything over them flumps. It actually cancels out the noise from outside. It's quieter. <laughs> it's <laughs> ominously quiet. <laughs> Bin men must be here. Wow. And then you never yeah. know when you've not put the bins out. You don't oh, hear it. See, we get the crash it's too quiet, it's quiet. So Ben and I can it's hop up quiet. and go, the bins! <laughs> the bloody bins! I think... <laughs> like, I what's think... his name? <laughs> From yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> nice throwback to a few episodes ago. I feel like our bin van is just like, it makes too much of a 
of a big deal about it. Just they arrive and they're like beep beeping the beeping the van and just like reversing and like it's got the voice coming out going, careful, we're reversing, smashing stuff around. I don't get all that bus. Sounds like the Venga bus collects your bloody recycling every week. Bloody Venga bus out there. Just hear us. You sound like it'd be amazing. Depends. It's all the Venga boys there. A cowboy and a sailor just and thingy. Like I know there were also two women in the in the Venga boys, but it didn't have discernible jobs from there. It's probably it's probably still them because I don't feel they got much on, unfortunately, these days. Yeah. Depends well, on the contract, and if they're getting residuals, well, then bins are going to pick up. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, but that's it for horror news. Anybody seen anything nice? Um, well, sort of old, but we're talking about that next week. Another story for another yeah. time. Um, yeah. I did a little bit of catching up. I caught up on not horror, but I caught up on Loki. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think you might have said this last week, Luke, but. I thought the music was very good, especially towards the end. It's like the best music in a Marvel thing, yeah, ever. Yeah, it's maybe not quite as good as the Avengers theme music, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's really I, cool. The Avengers is the only modern superhero thing that has music that you can still hum, yeah, like none of the others. <laughs> well, like, no, uh, Batman vs Superman, I've got to say. Isn't that, just, isn't that just the Batman and Superman music though? From the oh, wait. The Wonder, like the Wonder Woman theme as well, surely. Oh, yeah, but you can't sing it. You just know it goes... <laughs> you just know the trumpet bit. In the, uh, the Zack Snyder... Oh, I can say Jack Snyder. In the Jack <laughs> Snyder cut, which is a different cut. Everyone's got a cut. <laughs> In the Zack Snyder one, he uses like, the same music so often for Wonder Woman. It's like he's got it on a soundboard. He just presses one button and when it comes on. Them yeah, because obviously come up back in the every time. back in the days of Danny Elfman, Batman, even like Spider Man theme. But now I couldn't tell you what the Spider Man music was from the new movies. Spider Man, yeah. isn't it? Just Chad, it's just a uh, hero by Chad Kroger. What was this? The, oh. the best Superman music, uh, best superhero music was a Spider Man animated TV show one that Joe Perry did, or maybe the X Men TV show. Oh, the X Men. Oh, when, when X-Men comes back, they've got to surely use that music. It's the best Imagine one. like an or- yeah. orchestral version of that when the when the X-Men first turn up in the MCU. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'd, I'd need new pants. I'll run into the middle and fight is the music. I've still got one episode of Loki to go, but yeah, I'm really into it. I might go as far to say is... It's probably my favourite of the TV shows so far. I think visually, I think visually, it's the most interesting. I really like the One Division idea, though. I think that's like a really, really smart idea. And I it's really good. like, yeah. I really like the One Division idea, but I think I kind of like, I don't know, I lost interest after a certain while. Where I feel like Loki so far has kept me super engaged throughout. I just love the idea of these. Well, I won't spoil anything, but. You know, I think it opens up so much. I mean, I know one division does too, but yeah, I like I like the ideas. Yeah. And no spoilers for Ben, but Luke, do you like the man they meet? Do I like the man? The, the man I've... that they meet at the end. I think I've seen. Yeah, who yeah the man is. Fun. Yeah, he seems like a like a fun man. I'm looking forward to seeing more of I his more of adventures. These TV shows, and they're, they're good. They're very, in terms of TV shows altogether, they're very very good. What I would say is, I find that like they. 
the first three episodes always introduce amazingly interesting, ooh, cool ideas that are quite juicy, exciting and juicy. And then they always kind of fizzle a bit and you think it wasn't as wasn't all that exciting actually. Let's <laughs> not like disappointing again, Christmas presents. No spoilers, <laughs> but Richard E. Grant was superb. Yeah. Yeah. To, I, think I thought he, he was had very some good. really good moments as well. I think that there is, whole there's that's... good moments in all of it, in all of them in different bits. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So I did that and then I've watched a little bit, like a little sousson of Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, not very much at all. Sliver. Yeah. A little We're, sliver. A little a good, section. good sliver. Yeah, it's all right. It's a nice little a nice little taste. Not much has happened yet. Some people spoke in an office. I'll finish catching <laughs> I'll finish I'll finish catching up on that a little bit later. I'm a little bit concerned simply because of the way it looks, I guess. It's given me kind of Resident Evil 6-y vibes. We'll find out. After 6-y? Oh, yeah. yes. Mm, very 6-y. It's, it is a bit 6-y. And I know, I know you have, Luke, but I don't know about you, Andy. Master of the Universe Revelation? Has anybody dabbled? I stress-read the Wikipedia when I was um, oh, doing God. some admin the other day. Oh, no. Stress-read it. So do yeah. you know the... Again, um, to John Barrowman is a bit of an uproar about He-Man at the minute. Do you know... You know what that's all about? Yeah, I I read the up the uh, uproar on the new Heman. Um, <laughs> the you know the incel community is at it again. <laughs> I think I think they've got a point to some degree though, because Kevin Smith adamantly said that wasn't the case for a year, and then it, it he was lying, <laughs> like a hundred percent lying. Is it from again? Okay, it's hard to go into it without any without any yeah. spoilers and i've not actually watched it yet as i as i say i read it because i was i needed a brief escape from some horrible house move admin and i had to <laughs> yeah. read about what was going to going on but it feels like it's building to something else so maybe it feels like he's lying now but it mm. might not mm-hmm. be lying at the well, end there is, i think sometimes you have to kind of, you've got to kind of give people chance to play yeah. out what they're doing this is dream builders part one isn't it Okay, well, that makes me think that something else will happen in the future. I've not, I haven't seen all of the, the series. Not read, the first no, I haven't seen all of it. And I haven't read any of the discourse, really. I mean, I can kind of understand what some of it might be, considering hmm. a lack of something, a lack of a certain... It's an something. interesting choice <laughs> to <Yeah>. take... <laughs> I mean, what did they expect was going to happen? It's it's the like the main... Yeah. Is very difficult to talk about. Yeah, but I mean, let's let's just say, I mean, great voice cast. We've got Sarah Michelle Gellar, um, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, obviously, and even Kevin Conroy at one point, where we've got Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, Batman and Joker, yeah, yeah. seen together, and Tony Todd. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I what what I will say is that I was watching and I was just thinking, you know what? I think this is aimed at like eight year olds. <laughs> like, <this> is, <laughs> It's like it's very much aimed at kids, and I mean, it's, it's got it's supposed to be, I guess. But it's the was... same animation studio as Invincible, right? Because it looks the same. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of love the that animation style. So. It, it looks very nice, but like the, I don't know, like the fight scenes, are, it's, it's very tame to some extent. Um, hmm. uh, although I do think people do die. In it. I mean, obviously they do, but um, it yeah. seems like, it seems completely fine. I mean, I would just say. I think you're probably right, Andy. I was thinking Kevin Smith is kind of just, he said something wasn't true and then it obviously was. Uh, but if it is a, 
part one of two sort of yeah. situation then. And even within that, even from, you know, reading the three sentence synopsis of each of the episodes and not watching any yet, like it feels like there are things that pay off and there are still things that are going to be building. And I think there's a very different job to, if you're presenting what was a children's show from when we were kids, which yeah. let's be very brutally honest, were a lot more overtly toy adverts than, than, than TV shows are now. Um, effectively, we watched an episode where, you know, we watched a TV shows, this, Visionaries, um, Transformers, all of them have by and large the interests of maintaining a status quo occasionally introducing a new a new series of of baddies like the story is almost secondary certainly a long-term arc or anything like that is secondary ideally what you want is to have great action figures to bash against each other that then the kids can go off and get and a castle grayskull playset and all that other good stuff so i think with programs like this when they come back one adults probably need to be you know you can still enjoy them enjoy whatever you like but remember that you're not at very least the sole audience for it anymore and then otherwise just give people a little bit of room like imagine all those films um you know you watch this we'll keep it superheroes if you jump to the conclusion like you're watching original superman what's this fella with the glasses in super at all, he's, he's terrible. Um, clumsy yeah. oaf, look at him, can't even get through that revolving door. Like, you know, I'm being facetious, but like any example when there's been a twist or something, imagine if you reacted at it. There was a very off. specific example that was exactly this, but I can't remember what it was now, but there was something where uh. Somewhat, something was portrayed in a potentially a bad way, but it was part of the story. It's supposed to happen that way, and people just weren't waiting for the for the twist or or whatever it was. Oh, it was. Uh, also, I mean, it, it does feel like there's real stakes to the story. Yeah. It feels like things are actually happening that feel weighty. Uh, but but yes, yeah, it's, it's He Man, Master of the Universe. What what do you expect? What do you want? It's not gonna. <laughs> Not been yeah. so not been so incensed by a film since I watched the usual usual suspects and that policeman was just bullying that poor man. He's quite <laughs> infirm. He had some health problems. He was going on at him. <sighs> Made me mad. Got miraculously better at the end of that film. Though I always thought that was crazy. Oh, I turned it off, mate. I was too angry. Too angry. <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys else? see any? I did see something. I don't know if Andy watched it again as well. I can't remember. Um, classic horror story on Netflix. I didn't. I was was doing Saturday night. I think we had people around, but um, I am going to watch it. Have we got it on the slate to talk later this month? Next month? I don't think it's on the slate at the moment, is it? But not not it at the minute, no. Yeah. If we're desperate to chat about it, well, I, I saw it I saw it a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Yeah. And what was the title, Ben? Uh <laughs> Uh, it's a classic horror story. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and the name? Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I guess like I guess... Italian or something. <laughs> I guess we maybe won't talk about it too much then. If we might be doing potentially an episode yeah. on it, um, I don't know if I'll have too much to say about it to be honest. But it was, it was okay. It was all right. Yeah, that's that's why I kind of thought it was just okay. Don't know if it warrants a full episode. Don't know how yeah. hot the hot takes could be. 
I guess maybe we've switched yeah. it up because after now we're countering old JB and we're talking about old is that we've subbed out, that's what we've subbed in talking a bit of old. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Talking of, from the crazy beach that turns you old, bloody hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun times uh, abound. I I saw uh, a movie on Netflix called Blood Red Sky, which I think I mentioned a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh yeah, that's out now, right? Yeah, it's out now. Concept obviously is. I mean, I don't want to. I would say because of spoilers, but it's kind of there in the poster. Um, vampires on a plane. Uh, yeah. It's a cool concept. It's a. It's some really like great makeup effects and gore effects. Um, it isn't really afraid to get silly. It's, I mean, it's very silly. It's one of those films where if you're trying to, you know, really pick this apart for what it is, just probably best not to, because it's silly. Uh, but yeah, the end. I find the ending a bit of a letdown, but but the vampire mythology it kind of explored was pretty interesting. So yeah, recommend I'll it. Get, it's a good, good little two-hour watch. Hmm. Uh, yeah, oh. and I think that's mostly. Oh, I, I did see Black Widow. I went oh, to yeah? the cinema to watch that, and yeah, I like that. That was fun. It was a bit confusing, like where it fit in in terms of the timeline of the MCU films, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it just made pretty much confirmed for me that uh florence Pugh is just a bona fide movie star just everything yeah. she's yeah. in everything she touches seems to just be gold turn to gold so and david harbour's great in it. as well yeah looking it's one of those films it. though it film the only thing i would say a bit frustrating because it feels like we waited so long for scarlett johansson to get a tight a black widow as a title movie but it just felt like it wasn't quite her story like mm-hmm. at any point uh, yeah. so yeah was it Taskmaster's story? I don't know. It was. It was every everybody everybody's story. Do you know I mean, there were so many things going <laughs> yeah. on. It was a bit like, right, well, Black, get back to Black Widow now. What's she thinking about? Come on, yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's Shit, it. That's all. <laughs> all right. And then Maniac Cop. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Maniac Cop. He's a bloody <laughs> maniac, isn't he? Can't believe how much of a maniac he is. Uh, so. Maniac Cop is a 1998 American action slasher film directed by William Lustig, uh, written by Larry Cohen, starring Tom Atkins, Bruce Campbell, uh, William Smith, Robert Zadar, sorry, Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell. Horror royalty. Um, A killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. Yeah, um, so IMDb has it at six. Rotten Tomatoes critics have 50%. Uh, audience have it at 40. Letterboxd is it a middling, just over middling, three to one. Uh, I've got a couple of reviews here. Joshua really liked it. He said, it's a near-perfect piece of late 80s exploitation. An all-star ensemble, including Lustig, Cohen, Glickenhouse, Chataway, Campbell, Atkins, Landon, Roundtree... Czar and motherfucking William Smith. I don't know Will Smith was in this. Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, you can't go wrong with a Bill Lustig joint. Also, the tough cut banter between Atkins and Smith in the bar scene is pure gold. So he was well into it. And then P80 Miller said, This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's character was the most unlikable shit, a cheater and a cop. This movie is literally shitty cops fighting incompetent cops. While running away from after mutant fucky cup, too many cups, half a star. Uh, yeah, so, um, in terms of all the names that Joshua reeled off, I think there is a lot of 
um there's a lot of actors in this i know kind of vaguely from other films around this time i mean atkins and campbell are big ones um larry cohen i've dug a bit into his uh filmography uh lustig as well but um I feel like this film might be might play better to people who are very much entrenched in that kind of eighties exploitation uh, scene. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys think about it? Have you seen it before? Uh, I've never seen it before. Andy, you said you'd seen it before. Didn't you? Many, many, many years ago now. So it was probably the point where, apart from the overall aesthetic, I couldn't have told you anything about it going into it this time. Yeah, there's a cop in it who's a bloody maniac. So you need to know. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Before. It's um, it's a it's a, a slasher with an interesting uh, bent a bent cop. You could say a bent cop, <laughs> bent coppers. Yeah, uh, he's he's like a bent cop slash superhuman Michael Myers dude, and obviously Robert Zadar, who I yeah. recognise from. A few things. I think I've seen him in like kung fu movies or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously he's got a very distinctive look. So I think he's got some condition, level of there, dis- some condition yeah. um, where he's got like a really enlarged jawline. It almost looks like makeup, and obviously he is made up to a degree in this one, and more so in the second and third movie. But yeah, even though I think this film takes a lot of care as to not really show him for a long, long time. We get yeah. like brief, brief looks at him, but I don't think there's obviously a moment pretty much in the final scene where we see his face like properly. The rest of the yeah. time, he's constantly shrouded in darkness, and we kind of just see this cop. And make it's supposed to sort of make you feel unnerved about the police, just as a yeah. yeah, just like the uniform. And I don't know, is this a thing in the 80s, or is he dressed up in a very, very especially smart police uniform? Or has like everyone got white, the gloves and everything? White cloth like, gloves. Yeah, like a snooker nice. umpire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some policemen who sort of go on a big parade later on as well, which I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have had permission to shoot all that, would they? They would have to pay tons of like it, a real parade. It, looked, it must have been a real parade, I think, yeah. I reckon they might have bought he's... some stock footage, though. It had a very Encarta ah, yeah. feel to it. He was dressed like um, Heath Ledger when he dresses as a police officer in The Dark Knight to try and take down the mayor. Yeah. Um, with the white gloves and the, yeah, sort of a very, yeah. And he has a not scarlet the de- face the... as well as, as, Chris, yeah. as Chris Nolan out himself as a big maniac cop fan. Yeah, yes. I reckon you're onto something there. Uh, yeah. But considering the first time I'd seen it, I did quite enjoy this. I like the sleazy New York aesthetic that it had going on um, and I think everyone's kind of kind of great in it great to see Bruce Campbell in a movie I guess kind of playing the just normal dude not a yeah <laughs> I guess even at this point though this for me is one of the highlights of the movie like Bruce Campbell as a slapstick actor what Hollywood gained the circus lost like <laughs> it is incredible like you know in some of the fight scenes when like he's fallen on the floor and Maniac Cop picks him up and his like head lags a second behind his body. He's being picked up. He's like, <gasps> like and he, the, the way he can flip himself over, looking like he's like the same as he did in Evil Dead. It looks like he's using his own hand to make himself somersault over and land on his back. <laughs> like, yeah. In many ways, I mean, he is great. I could watch him all day. 
but it does make um, some of the other like stunt work and people being thrashed about like poor old Tom Atkins when he's being thrown into all those filing cabinets. It's not such a rubbery clown as as Bruce Campbell. So he's just like yeah. like an old man being smashed into a into a filing cabinet. Yeah. A rubbery clown. That's how he would have wanted to be known. It is I do feel like, yeah, so this negative review here does say uh, Bruce Campbell's character is the most unlikable shit. It's weird. He's like the main character, I guess, in a way. Uh, but he isn't introduced. He didn't appear in the film until 20 minutes in. And yeah. he he does seem to be portrayed as a as a bad person. I don't think he ever really redeems himself to that much extent, does he? This film really struggles with like who the main character is because obviously Tom Atkins yeah. starts off Obviously, yeah, we're going to go into big spoilers, but Tom Atkins isn't there for like the final third of the movie. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's introduced like halfway through. Then we're like focused on uh, Theresa Mallory, Lauren Landon for like a little while, where it feels like maybe it's shifted and she's kind of like the main character. So yeah, it does. It really doesn't quite understand who who we're supposed to be focusing on. Whose story I guess this is? The I maniac guess. cup. The bloody maniac. The He's a bloody maniac with his snooker yeah. gloves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how does it start? I think you just start pretty much with a kill right from yeah. the get-go. So we, we kick off with um, a girl is leaving a bar and she's walking on home. Um, who should jump out at her? But some classic 1980s muggers snatching a purse like they would, like they would often do. Yeah. Um, but she, but in also true 80s fashion, when a woman shows herself in an 80s movie to be not just a pushover and a victim of crime, she beats them up with a handbag, like hammers them with it. A handbag then, seems really light as well. Like, you know, so they might they might have like loaded it with a breeze block or something to make it look like it had some weight to it. It's like all she's got in there is a pamphlet and uh, <laughs> a pamphlet and a pair of. I don't know, silk tube, gloves or something. Tube, tube like, of mints. <laughs> tube, yeah. Not even a tube of mints. That's too heavy for this handbag. But yeah, she fucks one. She pushes one guy up against the car and then she, I think she takes a, I was going to say a cheap shot, but they were mugging her. She takes a shot at one of them when they're on the ground. And then there a dude just put his, put his rubbish out, just like shaking his head like, <laughs> those kids. <laughs> this town. Yeah. Um, yeah, he sort of looks a bit concerned and then goes, <laughs> Back in, and then the the muggers chase after her, um, but she sees a policeman, in yeah. you know hanging out in a in a shady spot of the park, and she walks over to him. It's a bit like that Alan Partridge bit with Dan. She's like, "Officer, officer, yeah, officer," and she chases chase after him. And then he goes up. She goes up to him, has a moment of recognition. We don't see the face, as you guys are saying, like. His face takes it's great concern. We don't see his face, it's taken a load of time to hide it. It's in the shadows. She looks at him and goes, Oh, thank goodness it's you, but not thank goodness it's him because bloody choke slams her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has got kind of Kane Undertaker vibe to him, actually. Yeah. Um, he also has like a kind of monstrous quality, not the fact he's got a huge chin, but like, um, throughout the film, we're not too sure if he's supposed to be supernatural or not. Well, I guess he is, because like you can't just pick someone up by the throat and throttle them to death, really, can you? Unless you're I'm superhuman. Unless I, got you're the the <laughs> I got to the end of the film and I've changed my mind whether he's a ghost several times. 
Yeah, know? yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, because I think it does try and sort of establish that this person's definitely dead for a while. A lot of the characters sort of suggest it, and then it's kind of revealed that he's not dead, not quite dead. But you're like, what? So he just got beaten to with an inch of his life, and then just woke up superhuman. Is that what? We're yeah, and, and they, you hear later on that he has some form of brain damage, um, which is why that doctor wasn't lying when he filled in the death certificate. Because from a certain oh, point yeah. of view, where Basically I'm not, dead. where I'm not corrupt. Um, then it's then you know actually it's kind yeah. of true for a certain from my perspective the Jedi are he's, evil. He's basically completely <laughs> dead. If you put him behind the wheel of a car, he could drive it. Basically dead. Basically dead. Right dead. Right dead. No, he's breathing. Right dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So from but it, it it kind of changes. I'm not sure. Again, said this to you guys before, and I'll say it again now for people who for this is their first episode. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if there's a form of brain damage that can make a person bulletproof. Um, but, yeah. you know, the, the, the truth is out there. Do your own but research. We do, we do, we do hmm. see him with his top off later, and he looks like a man who likes to tan. So I wonder why. Wonder whether he's just a bit <laughs> thick and leathery height. He's got a bit of a thick and leathery skin. That's why he's bulletproof. Yeah, it could be. Too much time yeah. in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, like, he... He breaks this young woman's neck, and then the next is pretty the much muggers are kind of looking. They're like, "Oh bloody hell, bloody hell!" That's too. Oh, I didn't sign up for this. See you later. But yeah. pretty, I don't know if I felt find this a bit strange. Is that Tom Atkins' character, Lieutenant McRae, turns up at the murder at the murder scene, and pretty much he's immediately like, but just goes, "Oh, it's definitely a police officer. It's definitely someone within our ranks." Yeah, even yeah, though people they've... are saying. It could be a maniac just dressing up as a police officer, but for some He's, reason he listened Lieutenant to her McCray, last breath. Police officer. <laughs> oh, a police officer. Yeah. But then even maniac if he did cop. do that, you know, to make <laughs> to make that immediate, unless it doesn't ever suggest that he already had some sort of inkling that there was a a maniac cop in the ranks. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, right, right, a suggestion, and he's like. Because he basically maybe there's a little bit of evidence to it. To be fair, they they know that she's been. They go and see the medical examiner and says that basically her neck has been shaken and it's broke. It's like broken and she was choked. She got bloody head like a jibber jabber by the time that she's finished. Like strung out like a really long neck. Um, so I think he kind of comes to the conclusion that the the two muggers that they've arrested, um, they don't have that kind of power. So you think, so it's got to be a big old, big old chap, but I don't know where the police yeah. thing comes from until later. Well, um, they don't, the they don't believe it's the muggers. They don't believe it's the muggers. They go, muggers, give me your hand there. Right? Try to arm wrestle me. Nah, you they, see that baby, they have baby hands. <laughs> they had little baby's hands. Your hands can't cool. even fit, fit around my neck. Yeah. Uh, so the next person he goes, oh, it's the guy in a car or something. Uh, the woman he gets away says he had a police uniform. Ah, uh, that's how we know. Mm. Yeah, because that second kill. What did you What did you make of that scene? Because it kind of it's. He's not that brain dead because he's like, get out of the car. Like yeah. he's maybe he's yeah. just trying to suggest that he obviously he was a police officer and a successful police officer. A bit trigger like reenacting, but you know maybe he's yeah. It's just sort of almost like a muscle memory um, yeah. of him doing that. You've got so a tail like tail, not yeah. tail like throat. And he's <laughs> <laughs> he does, he? So he's got a. Um, 
if he's got his police uniform, are we led to believe that all policemen have got a secret knife in their in their yeah, trenches? It's a, I think that's an interesting. That's almost too uh, advanced a weapon for that kind of slasher to have. And normally, it's yeah. like a slasher will just find something lying around, an axe or a machete, and I go, "Yeah, this is this is good, and it was right here, so I'm just going to use this." But he's like, "Did he make that?" <laughs> Oh, where did he get that like cane Obviously, knife thing from? We are int- introduced to uh, someone who's helping him at some point, aren't we? So uh, it doesn't ever suggest how far she went to help him, but whether she got went and got him a <laughs> custom weapon made. I've got your truncheon hollowed out and I've put a little <laughs> little hidden blade in there for you. He's like the cube to James you. Bond. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's what I've always wanted. She also gave him a, a little pen that shoots laser beams. She just clicks <laughs> it just right. It's a toothpaste yeah. that explodes. Yeah. When, when he was doing his recuperation, when he was made into Maniac Cop, he was sitting there and said, like, oh, I mean, I've got loads of, I've got all the cop accessories down. I've got my hat. I've got my white gloves. I can do a strangle. I can do a clubbing and do a handcuff murder. But yeah. if I'm ever going to make it as a true slasher, I need a slashing weapon. She went, yeah. I know. She goes, and it's Christmas coming up. So I know I've already <laughs> bought you a Lingus Africa set, but <laughs> get you a knife truncheon as well. And he's gone, thank you. I smell good and I can do a murder. Loves a knife yeah. truncheon. Um, so he kills, he kills the, I think the first 20 minutes of him basically just killing different people or attacking people. There's a the couple in the car, and the, the girl of that one gets away. There's another guy handcuffs, and then the guy just runs away. Oh yeah, like a musician oh, he, dude. He look. gets him in the he gets him in the cement. So oh, yeah. So yeah. He, he he's getting in his car. He whaps a set of hand handcuffs on him. He runs away. Going, no, it's my buddy car. Someone help me. Presses loads of doorbells with his um with his nose, like ringing all the doorbells on the apartment building. <laughs> Get yeah. out of it! Yeah, classic, it's like classic last action hero New York where a desperate plea for help is going out and everyone's going, shut up down there, will you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, and then he gets pushed into the wet cement and then the construction workers are just there casually chiseling him out in the morning. It feels like, like they're just getting get on with their job. Because they're like nowhere yeah. near the head. They're like, they're not trying to get him out. They just, they had a job to do the next day. Just to oh, work around so the curious. head. I've got, to, I've got to do this again now. That cement yeah. that I for some reason laid and left wet quite late in the evening. No yeah. water, no, no signs or cones or anything. No wet floor. They were asking for it. Oh, yeah. there must be, there must be a union job. They were at five o'clock. No overtime. We're down tools. <laughs> yeah. So after those three murders. We soon find out that find out that the uh, the superiors of the police are trying to cover up the fact that the guy's wearing a police uniform to try and I guess we're meant to think is to suppress panic, but obviously they're just trying to they're looking after their own looking after themselves, yeah. really, aren't they? The old cheeky police officers. Tom yeah. Atkins is not happy about it. He's like, get everyone in. I want to interview anyone, anyone who's ever had a bad day. I want to interview them and find out what makes them tick. And yeah. the yeah. chief, the chief of exposition, the one that goes through and goes, yeah, <laughs> and so you smart, like the shaming him for mental health problems. It was like, yeah. oh, I'm not saying you smile in a while, Frank. Didn't you? Didn't you try and kill yourself once? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I didn't. He, and he was like, All right. he smiles um, in his most awkward like, oh yeah, Does Terminator really Two odd... way. <laughs> Does an odd Terminator Two smile? I was a bit, I was a bit confused by that. Gives him a thumbs up. Um, 
Yeah, but the police go. The police chief goes, "Nah, it's not. It's not a maniac cop." Perish the thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there was a horrible moment where it was like, well, where obviously Tom Atkins leaks it to a journalist he knows and says, "Stick it on your late night show or something. Just tell everyone that there's a maniac cop on the loose and to be wary." And then immediately we see the the sort of effects of this, where a woman who for some reason can't start a car shoots a police officer point yeah. blank in the head and it says I thought it was maniac cop yeah it's not maniac <laughs> cop though is it it's um the opposite it's um saniac cop <laughs> saniac cop <laughs> he only sa- had one week left before he was gonna retire as so well he's like yeah. 28 probably not so saniac cop gets shot because of the the stirred up um news from the press because uh, detective frank tells his you get a great like before that they have that great scene where like it's like cop meeting reporter in the bar and it's like mm. oh you know do you uh, I haven't seen you for a while because oh, I see you every night uh, on the news before I go to bed he's like oh how yeah. romantic it's like this ain't about romance <laughs> it's about murder <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry I got a bit confused by the vibes also sorry going <laughs> yeah. back to that woman who murdered the police officer shoot him in the head it was like the middle of the day as well <laughs> yeah. are you yeah. alright yeah. are you alright how can you be that like distressed think you're someone's going to do a murder on you like at 2 in the afternoon well it's, it's is, not, is new york 1988 isn't it like 1988 new york it's a it's a hard time it's all kicking off yeah um and then we're all almost immediately introduced to new characters so we've got bruce campbell as a police officer named jack um, yeah. and his wife ellen forrest who pretty much suspects him from the get-go that you might be the maniac cop. Well, yeah, like she's uh, maybe she's been getting more of those phone calls but like it begins we're introduced to ellen with a literally getting a little scrapbook page to yeah. make an orgy of evidence that he might be the maniac cop she's literally cutting out the front page of the newspaper that says maniac cop kills fourth person and like, yeah put that in my little scrapbook can i just like, ask you can i just ask you jack are you the maniac cop the what <laughs> just pretty much outs him She's like, there's obviously some things going on there. It's like there's some erratic times going on. She's like, oh, I don't want you to go out to work. I don't like it. And he's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, you haven't been coming to therapy. And it's like, you have nightmares. You uh, you shout all the time. Uh, I worry you might hurt me. He's like, have I ever hurt you? And she says, no, you wouldn't. Stay in. But don't touch me. But do stay. <laughs> don't get away from me. But yeah. I do worry that you're the maniac cop. And you can see why, because... As soon as as soon as he goes out for his um, for his shift at, at work, which I very I hasten to add, he points out is because there's a flu going around, not because there's a maniac cop. It's like, <laughs> oh, they've got loads of overtime going because there's um, a maniac flu on the <laughs> on... <laughs> yeah maniac flu on the on the on the rampage. So I gotta gotta stay in and deal with gotta also go and deal with that. right also. Obviously, he leaves. She follows him. Uh, well, immediately well, she follows him. Gets a, gets a phone call going. Your husband, mate, maniac cop. Who uh, <laughs> who calls who? her? I reckon it's Q. Like the it's Q yeah. in there. Yes, yeah, it's, the, it's the it's Sally. Oh, why? What? So she's trying to. They're framing him up. I think she's trying up, to yeah. make it so maniac cop can get away. Framiac, framiac cop, framiac cop. That's her name. <laughs> she's framiac right. cop. <laughs> if you if you're having an affair with. Uh, uh, someone you work with uh, and you're booking a motel to go and meet this woman and have, have it off of her while your wife 
stays at home. Would you choose the motel? There's literally a two minute walk around the corner. I mean, maybe <laughs> who knows? It might not be a two minute walk, uh, but it does look very small. Um, yeah. She just has to look out the window and see him going into yeah. that door. <laughs> see him yeah. going into the motel, going. <laughs> Uh, you can tell she's doing some detective work sort of because she puts on like a detective jacket. Oh, it's yeah. a great detective, Mac. A classic Dick Tracy number. And she's even got a little stubby little pistol uh, as well that stub, she carries. But yeah, a little snub nose revolver. Yeah. To, um, so she goes out and as you point out, she gets in there. Not one, not but two police hats. So straight away, <laughs> there's, there's... He wore there's, two. That's a, she didn't realise yeah. that he went out with two on. Yeah, there's, there's, there's three possibilities. One, her husband is actually Timmy Mallet, and that's like that Twin Peak <laughs> thing he used to do. Two, he is the guy from The Prestige and is cloning his hats. <laughs> David Bowie. Three, he's having an affair with another police person. And, you know, perhaps the least interesting of those options He's having an affair, so he is bad. He's doing a bad thing. What I would have liked is not if, maniac cop. if it cut to the police, the police affair, and they still had hats on. So there's yeah. four hats going on, <laughs> four hats in the motel. That would have really, really thrown me off. Um, what do you, what do, you, what do you take for a reaction here? What I like, this is what I like about this, right? This happens a lot in movies when, like, someone's followed. And then if they find that they're having an affair. So he walks into the motel. She walks into the motel room. What? 90 seconds later, she goes and quickly books a room, goes in. They're already naked and getting down to it. I mean, they've literally just walked in and gone, right, that's it. I'm paying by the minute. I'm paying by the minute. If you're having an affair, surely you're interested in knowing what the day was like. Oh, you know, how's it going? Uh, that's a good point, actually. It depends. See, it seems like they've got a bit of a deeper relationship going on. But no, it turns out they just want to bump uglies at- Maybe they maybe he really does. Maybe they've had to rush because he re- it's not an entire line. He really does have a night shift. Yeah, he does. Just started. Yeah, he's just left. He's just left twenty minutes early. <laughs> twenty minutes. You only give me twenty minutes. Well, come on. Yeah. So she <laughs> catches. She can't. So Ellen catches them, and like points the gun at both of them. I think at some point, didn't she? Yeah. Um, but then she just runs so out. It's like a splitter thing at the end of the pistol when it shoots that way. Yeah. <laughs> you want to shoot two evenly spaced people? Well, have we got the gun for you. Uh, so, yeah, she runs out of the motel, runs down the street, but then she's snatched up by a prob- what well, looks like a snooker ref, could be the maniac cop, uh, pulls her in to a truck. And then the next morning, we see like the, the maid going in. She picks so up why, a lamp. That, she picks does, up a lamp yeah. that got knocked over and says, "Oh, they had a party in here last night, didn't they? Oh yeah, knocking over the lamp. Wow!" And then she discovers <laughs> discovers Ellen's so body. Yeah, uh, and Ellen's had her throat slit. Unfortunately, bless her. So the maniac cop is supposed to have done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As all, a, it, all a, an effort to frame. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I imagine, obviously, we're introduced to Officer Sally Noland in a bit, but I imagine it's her idea. It seems like he's going around killing people willy-nilly, not really yeah. having any sort of MO, and he's just fucking people up, whoever. And it's almost like she's coming out, gone, right, we've got to try and get the scent off of you, you maniac yeah. cop. And, yeah, so she becomes framiac cop and um, does some framing. <laughs> and very quickly, Bruce Campbell's character, he gets the uh, name of his own. He is 
Blamiac cup because that's what he's about to take. Yeah, he gets uh, called, doesn't he? Blame. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so he gets called out of like some sort of police meeting by, As- by the, assembly. Is it a captain? <laughs> he gets yeah. called out by by he gets called out of police assembly by the captain who kind of breaks the news to him that his wife's dead in quite a sinister way. He's like, she had her throat from here. So here. Yeah. Sorry for your loss, obviously. I guess he's saying that because he kind of already (laughs) believes that Jack did it. Yeah. Yeah, he 100% believes it. Even even if you, I mean, believe it, you'd you'd be a bit more tactful the way you said that. Yeah, because what if he he just panics and tries to kill you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, surely you want to find like or like just as normal police work, you'd want to like find a situation like maybe tell him in an interview room in case the reaction helps you prove it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not a great cop, that guy. No. Not so he's weird looking. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so straight away he appears to be utterly arrested for it. Um a lawyer turns up um and uh, he the lawyer also thinks that it's our just tell him that you blacked out or, or, you know, you're very stressed. And it's like, no, I'm He's not. Like, no, but I didn't I'm, do I'm it. Not, I'm not Maniac Cop. I'm not Maniac Cop. You've got to take Cop, though, but, if but, you want to be the WWE Maniac Cop. But they've got all of the, um, they've got all the evidence because the scrapbook comes up. It's Chekhov's scrapbook. He goes, oh, yeah? Keep in a scrapbook, are you? You'd be fuming with your recently deceased wife for making a scrapbook of all of that. Yeah. God. Yeah. Did, did you notice the... Um, Sam Raimi cameo as well. Oh no! Yeah, he's um he's he like didn't. a news news reporter. Yeah, at the parade, mm. he's like saying, I don't know if you talked about the, the maniac cup. I think this is I've been asked uh, not stock footage. I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that they kind of just showed up and started filming. Showed up. It feels like that. Yeah, it did feel like that. Um, I guess so, it's yeah. a bold move, right? If you start if you started filming like a police parade. With all those people, everyone just assume they're meant to be it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, it feels like something that like Larry Cohen and the people of that ilk would would do as well. Just just turn up and start filming and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a bit later on anyway, right? Um, yeah. First, we have a little bit of sort of modern day news set, you know, filtered into this 1980s film. You know, where they get loads of those like talking heads from various people in the community saying how you know they used to trust the police and now they don't and you know quite often you know stories like oh yeah like if you see a cop you still help and then you run the other way so it's obviously doing a lot of damage to the police's reputation it's weird i like as a social commentary as well obviously it's still what like 30 years later and it still feels like sort of relevant there's a black guy at one point as well says like uh they used to what does he say? Because somebody says, there's another guy who says, obviously there's a black dude who says about like the police sort of profile them and yeah, sort shoot of, people in the back, shoot them in the, even though they don't have any weapons on them. Just, yeah. And then there's yeah. another guy who says, um, he's obviously a bit more pro-police. He says, um, oh, they used to just beat, beat you with an inch of your life, but now they've got, got to shoot you to, Make you scared? Oh, like because that. like people, people. You said our oh, people used to respect the police. Um, oh yeah, you, know, you got to shoot them to get respect. If you, didn't, if you didn't respect you, if you didn't respect them, they used to give you a bloody bop on the noggin with them. A bop on the noggin. Now it's a bullet in the back. Have it. 
Yeah. Although Maniac Cop hasn't shot anyone, so you know, misrepresented him. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't. Or truncheoned anyone. Well, he kind yeah. kind of truncheoned. No, no it's, special, it's a special truncheon, <laughs> though. Uh, so, yeah, we get Lieutenant McRae comes in and sort of basically says to Jack, you've been framed. Um, <laughs> it's it, 250 pounds. <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? Um, yeah, so um, at first, um, Bruce Campbell's um, Blame Me at Cup. <laughs> Blame Me at Cup. I said that without, honestly said that without even making the connection. You've been framed. But unfortunately, it's only going to get into the bit where it's like a song playing over it. There's not going to be oh, any Harry Hill. God. No Harry yeah. Hill um, commentary. Got it. No. Um, yeah, there's no there's no commentary where he like mark you know makes you out to be an obscure celebrity or politician. Yeah. Like politician yeah, backbencher politician. <laughs> He's gonna say that you look a bit like um, enjoy it. But yeah, he blame me Cop has been framed. Mm. And he doesn't <laughs> want to mention uh, the name of his of his partner, but when Frank comes to visit him, he quickly gets it out of him. Look, it's I've good, got an alibi, right? And it could and it could mean the difference between me going down for murder, not going down for murder. But it's a secret. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dirty little secret, and I can't tell you. Yeah, like Frank could point out, like, um, like you don't want it to be known who you're having an affair with. Yeah, yeah, my wife had. Oh, <laughs> she's been yeah. murdered by 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 uh, by maniac cop. So he does tell him. Frank gets it out of him pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then we get to go and meet his partner working undercover. Um, where working we... on working on vice, working undercover with her lovely yeah. crimped hair. Yeah, crimped hair, having some bubblegum. Uh, unfortunately, she oh, doesn't, she doesn't like bust take... this guy. She's taking it too far in terms of, right, you've got to be, be a prostitute tonight. All right, I'm going to crimp the living hell out of my hair, and i got hubba bubba to last me all night. Yeah, all she's right. going. She's going out. She's making the best of it, dressed up, you know, as a as a big stereotype. She's having and... fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of fun. Um, but she unfortunately falls into the classic trap, which is the weakness of all police undercover operations. Where, of course, if someone asks you if you're policeman, you got to tell them you're not allowed to lie. Yeah. It's like the guy. So the, the guy comes up and he's trying to make the trade, and he's like. So do you uh, want me to give you a lift somewhere? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. So so, so do you want to do something else? She's like, I'm going to have to be more specific. She's like, are you a, are you a policeman? She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go yeah you got me. See you later. <laughs> I hear that in films all the time. Are you a cop? Because you got to tell me if you are. It's the law. It's that no? a thing? It's not, isn't a thing, is it? don't know. I don't know. I've never, asked someone, if I've never asked someone if they're a policeman. I'm going to say to everyone from now on, if you are, you've got to tell me. Is it, is it because it's supposed to be like entrapment or something, right? Yeah, probably. I guess that makes sense. But yeah. then if you're doing a crime, no matter what, like, you're doing a crime, aren't you? What if, you're about, what if you're about to do a crime, though? Like, you've got the gun pointed at someone. Uh, okay, you just ask you. everyone around, you're a policeman, you're a policeman. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you work with the police? You? You? And if everyone said, if well, one I, of them I, did... I, I... I work for the police, but I just do admin. Bang! You fucking <laughs> and it's like, oh, what? if you only do admin, do you have to say that you you're you're in the police? Yeah. 
Uh, where does that? I do just do admin now. Where does that? Where does that law? That law stop? Um, but yeah, that guy goes away. But then, who does she see in the background? But a shadowy figure. She approaches, and um, it's maniac cop. Um, and this is where we get like a, a supernatural feel, because he's yeah. he gives her a bit of a Ooh. of a strangle, um, but she gets away. She has a stronger neck than the first victim. Yeah. She that police, neck, that, neck that police training. Yeah, and then she starts shooting him. And then McRae is there as well. He starts is shooting he, him, I think. He's like he Colin McRae, the way he skids down that <laughs> he skids down that alleyway in his car. Turn left. Fuck it out. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they both shoot him and then um in the head apparently as well. Yeah, she goes, Oh, I got him in the head like at least twice. I didn't you wouldn't get have to the... tell, would you, really, with his face when you, find, when you actually I see it? I didn't realise that she got him in... I don't think it was clear that she got him in the head. It just looked like I didn't they were see just... it. Because I think I even it. said, why are they just shooting lying. constantly lying in the points. chest? And I got him yeah. in the head. Yeah. And so I got him in the head right between the eyes. Yeah, I never considered that. He, I first thought, oh, okay, so he's a ghost. Or maybe she's lying. Gosh. She's lying, yeah. Yeah. Shot him in the head a couple of times. Her crimped hair would have got in the way. It would have fallen down over her eyes. Her eyes. Yeah. She wouldn't have seen it. She wouldn't have been able to get a headshot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what happens next? So um, obviously he takes he's, to he... a diner. They have that conversation. He oh, goes, wait, right, realized, you can hang out at my house. Just realised the maniac cop pretty much just vanishes. Yeah, like, just why would they Batman take it? That, first, why, why, why would they take their eyes off of him when they were shooting him? They wouldn't. You get him in the head, you, you think he's dead. You don't need to look at you get someone in the head with a headshot. You don't have to worry about him. He just runs away. <laughs> yeah. Giggles as he runs. Well, if it, the if only time in, we hear him speak. If he's invincible <laughs> to bullets, why did he Why did he stop? Why does he have to do any hiding at all? He could just walk in. Yeah. He's like the Terminator. Terminator now. Yeah. 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 He, likes, he likes the game, doesn't he? He likes the game. Yeah. I mean, he has, you know, got severe, like... Like we, we don't know. I mean, technically, some doctors would tell you he doesn't even class as alive. Who are we to, you know, question his motives? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so, so McRae yeah. and Mallory have a discussion, and he said basically says, "Go and hide out in my apartment." Uh, I'll ring. What does he say? He says something really complicated, like "I'll ring yeah, twice." Like, I'll ring twice. I'll ring back. Yeah, I'll ring twice, and then I'll stop ringing, and then I'll ring again. Only answer it. Yeah, I've done that. On the I'll ring twice, then I'll stop ringing, then I'll ring three times, then I'll stop ringing, then I'll ring five times. Right, you got this, you wrote this down. Shit. Yeah. Is this, oh, at some point, McRae says, answer. At some point, he says, McRae says, Oh, she's got all the latest jokes. I can't remember who, I don't think he's talking about this girl, but he's talking about someone who goes, Yeah, she's great. She's got all the latest jokes. Oh, I don't oh, that's a weird that. thing to say. He's got like joke <laughs> monthly coming through the post or something. Oh. She goes, I've got all the latest jokes. Sending up all of those. 1988. Yeah. Great times. Um, Good times. Yeah, so he sends her there. He sends that really complicated way that he's going to know. Because he goes, oh, you know, maniac cop, if he knows where you're assigned, he knows where you are going to live. So hide at my house. We won't know where I live. Um, and just be really, really cautious, and then we'll go and get um, Blamiac Cop out of prison. And when I get to the door, I'll do a, I'll do two knocks, and then I'll stop, and I'll do five knocks, and then I'll do the call of a blue tit, not a great tit, 
Okay, don't get confused. Very, yeah, don't like if you could just pay attention to this plan here. Can you imagine if then she immediately <laughs> forgets. He rings. She answers it after one ring, and that's this last bit of credit on his phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, he, very, he does. Well, he does. He does want to test her. Where he rings once, then he rings back, and she goes, "Hello." He goes, "Oh, oh I could be the maniac cop." You twat. Get, get you down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible snooker gloved. <laughs> snooker ref gloved hand comes out ah. <laughs> struggles um but yeah she um she goes there but i don't think anything really happens at his house like it's just a it's just like yeah. a thing that happens we don't even go and really see that much of it beyond there like that's his plan and then um he can go and um Oh, this is where we find out who he is because he goes to look at the records, right? Yeah, so initially um, they Mallory and McRae work out that they both know somebody called Sally Noland. Oh no, I think she knows somebody called Sally Noland. The only person that Mallory told about her affair with Jack. So McRae's like, I'm going to go and do a little bit of detective work. So he goes there, finds her. She's got like a, like a leg brace and she's also got like yeah. a crutch. Yeah. Uh, got, got like a cane as well so he's automatically like oh interesting um so yeah she works dig. in the records department and he finds out about um oh, does he get much out of her and then just decides to follow her anyway yeah i think he immediately realizes that she, i mean she's really the only lead because she's the only person who knew about the the affair so he immediately follows her and she drives to what is it like a pier yeah, he goes to a, she goes to yeah. appear and she goes to see um it's maniac cop, but he doesn't get her. Um he like goes, Oh, she she goes to see him and says, Oh, Matt, and this is where we find out his name. It doesn't look Matt, like a Matt, Matt Cardle. I think he went X Factor, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did with the X Factor. We were both talking about that. <laughs> Matt Cardle, then Jedward come out <laughs> next to him. The other guys. Yeah, his name's Matt. <laughs> Yeah, Matt <laughs> Name one other winner of the X Factor. Um, Simon Cowell. Leona Lewis. Alexandra Burke. She's pretty sure she won. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But Matt Cardell, unfortunately, he, he had like one hit single, but then he became the maniac cop. The maniac <laughs> cop. You never even worked in the as a 80s. cop, Matt Cardell. In the 80s, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I know a follow-up single was what you actually planned. I thought he had um, a great voice, by the way. I was going to say that. I thought Matt Cardell had a great voice. Although, don't just is... say that because you don't want him to murder you. Yeah, <laughs> and he had a great stabbing hand. Hang on, though. I always thought that. So, <laughs> you do realise, maybe this is all, it's all come full circle, because... He's got get, a knife in win... the microphone stand. Sorry. <laughs> if you win the X Factor, don't you get a recording contract with Simon Cowell, <laughs> whose record label is called Psycho? Coincidence? Is it? Oh, what, Psycho, like Simon Psycho, Cowell? Simon Cowell, yeah. Simon Cowell Psycho, Corporation. That's all, it? <laughs> yeah. That'd be like the Lu- Luco. <laughs> Luke. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, so the woman has got like... Um... She's like treating him like, like I don't know, like he's kind of like a pet sort of thing. She's she's very she fond lo- of fond of she's him. very fond of him. She loves him. She gets a bit terrifying at one point. Yeah, because yeah. Frank <laughs> yeah. knocks over um just a load of wood when he's hiding. He's watching him from afar. And he knocks over a load of wood. She goes, anybody else that fires the gun. <laughs> fire gun out there. And then she goes, Oh, maybe I'm a little bit maybe I'm over maybe I overreacted. Nine yeah. people dead. <laughs> yes. But then Matt's, Matt's angry at her. Yeah, Matt so he, disappears or something. He, he storms off. Frank goes and meets another security guard. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I just needed the piss, all right. And it's like, Oh, yeah, that was a bit but, weird. And it's like, you can't even go for a wee anywhere these days. 1998, 1988 New that York. That makes me think that, like, 1987 New York, people were just pissed everywhere and anywhere. And it wasn't <laughs> a big deal. And then one year later... It all came crashing down. One maniac cop has ruined it all. You see that thing in Ivano's Facebook viral videos in Germany somewhere they put like this bouncy material spray or something overall where people urinate at night. So they'd pee on the wall and it would like bounce right back. <laughs> um, you see that? I don't think you'd notice if you're really drunk. You'd just be like, what's going on here, Ned? What the fuck? <laughs> what it, sounds like, make- it sounds like flubber. Remember that flubber spray? Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was flubber spray, yeah. If it was um, if you angle it right, it'd be good. You could bounce it right into. You could bounce it off of one wall to another wall, crazy yeah. golf style. It, it is. <laughs> like perpetual energy. Hang on, what happens when it rains on those materials? Does like just water just get shot into the sky? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Flubber. Wow. Only only ever used for evil. Flubber. <laughs> um... Flubber seems like a dangerous material to exist in the world. They just. It... Yeah. I mean, surely if you you could kill someone quite easily with a bit of flubber. flubber what if that guy's? What if that guy from the film still bouncing in at one spot? Yeah, it's just a skeleton now, <laughs> bouncing up and down. Hasn't been able to stop to get any food. <laughs> you got to feed him as he gets to the bottom. Grab this hamburger quick. <laughs> Shitting in midair. Can't can't keep anything down because you're bouncing around so much. <laughs> Oh, imagine oh, yeah, sleep. Yeah. Imagine sleeping in that scenario as well. Eventually, you would be tired enough. You just go limp and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> rattling I reckon, around." I reckon you'd have a bit of a laugh after you get so used to. It, you'd have a bit of a laugh. You'd like to start landing pikes and somersaults, five sixties. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what happened? Wait, so wait, after... one, one more thing. Does Flubber bounce off water? I think if you landed in water, then it'd be alright, right? Uh so if uh, they just like I wait, see. they just they no, just push a paddle it, in, wash it off push, push a paddling pool under him when he's bouncing upwards. Yeah. This is good. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah, you've Thank done goodness. It. We we've beaten you, Flubber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so wait, it's not an alien. It's not. It's not an alien. No, it's it? a. No. It's a science. It's, it's a, science, a science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that little? What was that little floating robot thing with like a DVD, oh. a portable DVD? Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't think oh. about it. She gets murdered, doesn't she, by burglars? Oh yeah. Murdered by burglars. Yeah, she gets murdered by burglars, but then his <laughs> can we wife. Play, can we... Can we please cover Flubber on this podcast? Just to really classic, fuck. Pretty sure classic, classic horror it movie. Sounds like a horror Flubber. movie. We really yeah. should do. Maybe we Ted should L- get into the fact of doing like we'll get into doing some bonus episodes of things that blatantly aren't horror movies. So we'll Ted do Le- a Christmas Levine- Hallmark movie. <laughs> Ted Levine's in it. Uh, Buffalo Bill. He's in yeah. Flubber. So yeah. that's that's a nice connection there. Someone gets bowling uh, balled in the face. I think it is a horror movie. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Right, it join us next movie. month, guys, for Flubber, classic horror movie. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know so what, so oh, what yeah. happens now? Is so McCray to... has yeah. been had a complaint about needing a needing a piss, um, and then he goes to the records room and finds of all of all of Matt Cordell's best records, and, and a man out... who and a man who's like well into him. Yeah. Is that Luckily, Matt a bloke. Who knows everything about him? He's brilliant. Um, I watched him in boot camp. I watched him at judges' houses. Did the lot. Um, and now is interesting maniac cop phase, which some people don't like so much. It's a bit like when Prince became just a symbol, symbol formerly known as Prince. Now we've got Matt Cardell as the maniac cop. <laughs> in the past. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, he reads all the records, and it turns out that Matt Cardell was once the the best policeman well you say best he did like brutally like get criminals it depends um, like if you're proper pro police then he's the best police officer if you're like anti-police he's the worst police officer because he's just murdering people left right and center center left and right yeah he's one of those things like uh, it sounds like a policeman that like on his like home non-police car he'd have like one of those people who's co-opted the punisher logo and things yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he. It turns out that once he was a little bit of exposition, he was once like a brilliant cop, but he was a little bit too brutal. And someone they 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 uh, he got he got done for it, and he got sent to prison. And the police chief and the mayor basically sold him up the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was then sent to jail where he was killed and then we get a scene straight out of Nightmare on Elm Street where it is literally like some jinky janky flashback music showing him getting got in the shower Mm. there's a really like long scene where it's like him being walked into the prison and like about 20 different people like noticing him and then reacting but noticing disapproving some of them like look (laughs) and then go you It's the maniac cop who killed me, but you're in prison. No, no, no. I quite like this uh, this scene when he gets, it's like fending him, defending himself in the shower. He, uh, he, he probably kills good. loads of those men, right? Before they slash him up. 
He, um, yeah. he smashes loads of them up, throws them around legs of lamb. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not superhuman as such. He's just absolutely nails, it would seem. <laughs> even in the shower, even nude and slippery, he's got the moves. Built like a shit brick house. He's built. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's built like a shit brick house. But when it comes to people being naked and fighting, do you think who you think has the harder situation there? Is it harder for you to fight when you're <laughs> naked, or is it harder for someone to fight you when you are naked? Wait, hang on. Are, a are they, who's hard? Uh, wait. Are they naked as well? I mean, no, they're not naked. That would be mad. Tell <laughs> one of them. They get naked too far. Yeah. Well, they're in the <laughs> showers. It'd be it'd seem amiss if they went they're into the, clothes, the right? Who's murdered seen... this? Who's murdered this maniac cop? Or not maniac cop yet? Who's murdered? Who's murdered Matt Cardle? in the shower? It's probably in the five shower. guys completely drenched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you kill him in the shower? No, we just been out in the rain. It's like. 30 degrees outside. Yeah. You're, oh, you're in prison. <laughs> There's no outside. Yeah. Um, uh, Andy, your question. So who who would have it harder? The naked yeah. man defending is it, himself. Is it more difficult to fight have other you... people when you are naked or for other seen... people to fight you when you're naked? Have you seen Eastern Promises with Vigo Mortensen? There's a naked yeah. fight. There's a naked fight scene in that. Um, it's a good question. I think if you're naked and everyone else is clothed, you're a bit exposed, aren't you? You're a bit like, well, I think you could grab stuff. You could pull, you know, what you do like uh, mm. in like a, a hockey where they pull the top over the heads yeah. and they <laughs> tickle the belly. A, wed- a wedgie, nipple twister. <laughs> and people can't, people can't grab your clothes, and they might be a bit cautious of grabbing, Just grabbing your knob. Yeah, because <laughs> they might not want to do that. Might be a bit weird about it. Yeah, but uh, but I think if they've got boots on, they could use those as weapons. You know, take them off and throw them at you, or something. Yeah, but if you're all like, is he soaked up? He could get out of people's grasp pretty easily. I think. I think he should soak himself up even more and just skid through the legs out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a really straight good back into his straight back into his cell. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Slides all the way. Slides by the prison cells. Just waves at everyone as he's going <laughs> by. <laughs> And then slides um, through the prison bars. And the, the, the prison cell. door, for, yeah. The prison door, for some reason, just the cell door slams shut behind him and locks itself yeah, just on its, its own. Then he's safe. <laughs> and then he's back in bed before Christmas. And you can you can fight as well because if I imagine in in prison, it's a hard it's a hard life. No one's using no more tears like soap and shower gel. So if it gets in people's eyes when they're fighting, they'll be like, oh. Yeah. They're using like single ply toilet paper <laughs> and just like the cheapest. Oh, like, not even not even single ply Ben. You premi- know, stuff that you, pre- the stuff that you get in the seaside that's like tracing paper. <laughs> <laughs> and they use it. They're using it's like shower gel from the Premier Inn, but not like a nice Premier Inn, like one from. You're thinking a travel lodge. Kettering services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. travel lodge. That's what I'm thinking of. But Lenny Henry wouldn't endorse that. No. It's, ba- it's good basically night, night what, it's, it's basically washing up liquid. It's not meant for human <laughs> bodies. Wiping your bum crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what flavour? Salt vinegar. <laughs> oh. Get get in touch on the socials, guys. What would be the worst flavour of crisps to wipe with? Oh, probably one of the spicy ones, surely. Surely one with like sharp edges, like squares. You know when you eat a crispy, you don't chew it properly, and you like stab you on the way down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, make it out on the way up. 
I can't think of a flavour of crisps that it would be good to work with. Each one I can think of is more bad than yeah. the last. The posse cream and chive. Yeah. <laughs> Prawn cocktail. If you've got access to crisps, surely you've got access to a crisp packet, so just go for that, innit? No, they just give you in bowls. <laughs> oh, fuck. In prison. Get handfuls. <laughs> they can't give you a bowl, use that as a weapon. They can't give you... Uh, I guess they'll give you crisps. Crisps can't use crisps as a weapon. Yeah. Some well, someone like the maniac cop might be able to fashion. I like in Arrested Development, they use uh, they for a shiv they have sharpened noodles, which are like <laughs> ramen noodles that they're sharpened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got stabbed by a sharpened noodle. Oh, what a way to go! Yeah. Um, uh, that yeah. doesn't go down to sharpened noodles though. He gets stabbed with horrid knives. You also just yeah, go like that across his face. Like they draw it with a marker yeah. pen. Yeah. Right over. They start properly slicing his slicing right. out his face. Maniac. Yeah. You're a bloody maniac cop. Uh, they're all just kind of him at the end as well. We get from Matt Cardo's point of view as they're like just st- stabbing the life out of him. Yeah. yeah. Stabbing the and shite it's... out of him. <laughs> the shite out of him. Yeah. So he um <laughs> John Barham in here. Yeah, bloody um... money back. <laughs> Maniac cop was shite. <laughs> so um, he, um, <laughs> it's it's all over for him. Um, the Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street music ends, and the flashback is also is also gone, and we are back at the precinct where um, where Bruce Campbell, old um, blame Yank cop himself. Frank knows the score. He's going to get him out, but they haven't arranged it yet. Um, he brings in um, his partner, like she's come out of. Um, so Teresa's come out of hand. Uh, she's come out of hiding, um, and she is going to. They're having a bit of a chat about it, but before they can really resolve anything, um, the oh no, that's it. Frank goes up to the records room. Only to find out there's more than meets the eye to Sally Nolan. She um, beats him to the inch of her life with her cane. Yeah, so it's absolutely fucking oh, up. Yeah. She's hysterical. Yeah. And then I think she's almost like, you've been digging too much. And now Matt Cordell, <coughs> X, Factor, X Factor winner 2006. I don't know. You won't need me he's, no more. He's going he's gonna to turn on. You won't need me anymore. He's going to turn on me. Um, yeah. Do, do we find out a bit about her? How she got that thing? She, she jumped out of a window. Jumped out she? of a window. Yeah. 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 After, so after, he died after that. Last time. After that happened to Mark, Matt Cardle. Cordell. I can't even know. I don't even know what's his. Cordell's. Cordell's the, <laughs> the the film one. Matt, Matt Cordial. <laughs> Apple and black currants. Uh, so she was in a relationship with him, and then he, after he died, she threw herself out of a window, but only ended up hurting her knee a bit. It was a bungalow, and <laughs> <laughs> just scraped it on the on the flower bed. Oh. <laughs> I've suffered too, you know. You know when you've uh, you 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 walk in and you stand with your ankle that way. Oh, it goes on the side. Get, oh, oh, no, no, gets no. me every time. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely I'm surprised not. her cane is, doesn't hasn't been hollowed out and she hasn't got like a little knife in there. That seems oh, to be no, that would have like explained a little, so. A little much. sword. She only yeah. had the materials to make one. Just the one knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it pretty much all kicks off. Yeah, to a ridiculous like goes, degree. Yeah, she goes to she beats up Frank and then goes out the room and then has a panic because one of the other just guards has been hanged. 
Yeah. So he's just hanging yeah. there. <laughs> he's been he's been noosed. Um and then Cordell. Well, Frank is, is quick to yeah, Frank's quick to forgive her. He goes, Oh, quick, come with us. He sort of rescues her, but then she gets like pulled through the glass of a door yeah. of an office. Gets yanked through the glass. That was a bit nightmare. So is he, as well, wasn't it? Is he yeah. outside hanging by the wall? He's just in an office, I guess, yeah, and yeah. sort of close this door. But no, he he pulls it through the window, right? Oh, no, he pulls it through. Isn't it? It's just like a glass door in. It's like a glass window. Oh, okay. In a door into an office, like he pulls Spider-Man it through. Spider-Man outside. Yeah. A nice frosted <laughs> glass. He pulls it through a frosted glass and then puts, puts yeah. her up against the wall, and he's like throttling her. And obviously, um, Frank tries to shoot him, but we've already we already understand that he's barely bulletproof, mate. So Billy bulletproof. But there's um, various, there's various name. like other officers all dead. Like if you notice, a few that the characters don't even react to. They're just like in the background just to set the scene of Cordy yeah. being a there's loads of people, man. there's loads of people that are dead. There's someone else that Teresa finds, like she goes, What are you doing? Open the bloody door. And he's been killed, but has been left standing perfectly still against the door. <laughs> With the bars, like just yeah. all right. <laughs> All right, let us out. Oh, he's dead. Uh, and then he, he pulls through and he's dead. Um, Frank tells Sally's just been got, right? He just throttles her and she just puts her on the yeah. table dead. Yeah, just, yeah, just dead. Yeah. There's and there's a really weird moment as well where like a police officer turns up and puts turns the gun on Jack, immediately saying it's him who's done all this. And he like reacts to Sally's dead body, like screams. Like, yeah, well, this is after everyone's <laughs> been got, right? Because let's reveal it now. So um, Jack sends Teresa down and says, right, wait, like, go and wait in Frank's car if I'm not back in a couple of minutes. Hotwire it, as all people in the 80s can do. We'll go. <laughs> Hotwire it? I don't know how. You don't know how. <laughs> um, and we'll go. Static. Meanwhile, Frank gets tossed around the filing cabinets and bashed into everything. And then um, the mace windowed. Mace window. <laughs> yes, mace window. Out the window. Uh, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> out, out the window he goes and smashes yeah. into the parked car. So Teresa knows that he's gone. Um, Jack then wanders in, finds out that um, sees that that Frank is gone. And there's this is the bit that you mentioned, Ben. Another cop comes in and says, "It's bloody you, wasn't it?" Because it wasn't. He gets surprised by by Sally's dead body, just surprised enough to get absolutely sucker punched by by Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> ah, bang! <laughs> yeah. A weird turn of events. Uh, so yeah, and then pretty much Jack realizes I, I it does look like I'm responsible, done it, bloody hell. Uh, I'm not. I promise, and I'm escaping. <laughs> him and Mallory just escape, and the first thing they do. It seems like it's the next day. Like they have go home and have a little sleep first or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they go to <laughs> find the medical examiner who pronounced uh, Matt Cordell dead. His career dead, at least. He was like, <laughs> this, sec- this second single's not anywhere near as good on a tweet. <laughs> yeah. Faint signs of life, but pretty much brain dead. No, no, the second song's good. Get out of my um, office. So he. They go and see him and they take the meeting that Frank had already set up to try and find the truth. I think that's what he says in their last meeting, is I'm going to find out that he wasn't really dead. And they, at first, the doctor is really adamant, said, no, he's, he's dead. And he even has a little bit of a flashback to when he was doing um, 
the the autopsy, but as we learned from the flashback, feels a little pulse in the wrist, and he starts giving him um, a little bit of CPR, which, as we know from Fear Street last week, a bit of CPR, it's like cowpole. Yeah, a bit, bit of, of that. CPR, yeah, just sort you right <laughs> out. So, and apparently he just released Cordell into Sally's care. Like Sally's like, yeah. let him come home with me. I'll make him a nice bit of soup, and we'll yeah. sort him right he out. Says, he won't he, be a maniac cop. He, he says that. Oh, I could let him go back to prison. Um, because then he get killed you know, again. That's what he says. If right? you're getting killed again, is that won't the get killed again? <laughs> um, you know, is there anything we could have done about that? Was there a it's having protective custody. Didn't think, didn't think about it. To be honest, I just thought binary choice: he goes to prison or not. And I thought I'd let him go. Plus, I'm not a bad doctor. Um, he was brain dead, which, in many ways, is a type of dead. Brain dead has got dead in it, so dead. He just, wrote, he, just, he just scribbled brain. Doctor, everyone you've pronounced dead in the last year is at a pulse, and we've just taken him to the morgue. Yeah, well, well you've got to sort out what, what dead is. I don't know what dead is and dead isn't. Yeah, dead is a spectrum. It's not a it's not a binary thing. Um, so yeah, that then overturns what we already know about Matt Cardle. Um, we thought he was a ghost and a mega zombie a little while ago, but now apparently he's alive again. Mm. Alive mm. and kicking. Well, mainly strangling not really alive kicking. alive and strangling <laughs> and he's about to go to the saint patrick's day parade where he's going to hopefully get his biggest targets of all the mayor and the chief of police um, yeah. and i love this little thing now where they have like <laughs> the thing that is definitely not true it's like well he's going to be at that thing so I'll just think matt cardle used to be a really good policeman he goes yeah but Whatever he loved, he now hates. <laughs> what, what, is that? Is that true? Like, does is that why he kill? Because he doesn't just kill policemen; he kills innocent people. Like, does he when not? When he was kill- alive, he loved crazy golf. Now he fucking despises it. Ah, it's not crazy enough. Yeah, now I'm a maniac. I've got a different standard for what is crazy. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, he wants proper, true, crazy golf, like the kind of crazy golf where Maniac they don't tell golf. you. Well, they don't even tell you, <laughs> but like there's like LSDs in the in the in the handles, <laughs> and then when you tell it, it like turns to a snake in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tree trunk poison. <laughs> Truly crazy golf. Yeah, in this crazy golf, gravity doesn't work in the way you'd expect it to. Just... I jumped feet first down a hole. I did. Well. <laughs> Just had a quick look at some of the taglines for this film. It's quite curious if that would be one. Everything you loved, he hated, but uh, it's not. There isn't that one. There's um, he prefers to kill instead of protect, which is kind of in line with that. I mean, it's not what he does; it's just what his preference is. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes help to. can be dangerous. That's not a good tagline. Yeah, this is a good Sometimes help can be dangerous. You have that could be like a janitor or anything. You have the right to remain silent forever. That's good. That's, that's, good. that's the best one. That is yeah. the best one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mallory goes into the building where like the commissioner is, and she's basically going to go and tell them exactly what's what and say Matt Cordell's alive and he's the one doing all the murders. But they like go, we don't believe you. 
Um, we're going to get this random moustached man to arrest right. you while we, while we go off to the annual St. Patrick's Day parade because we're already late. There's no one in the office. Um, and this is a weird kill scene, right? Because they go, oh, thank goodness, we are fine and not going to be murder. And then it's like a shot from the end of the corridor with the door just closing. And then who's on the other side? Maniac cop. <laughs> Maniac cop. <laughs> Stab. So the guy who like ar- arrests Mallory, like cuffs her, He's like, we got the office all to ourselves. What the fuck? Who's, who's this? Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't last very long. Um, <laughs> not in that way, but in the murder <laughs> sense. He gets murdered and then obviously Mallory's dragging his, his lifeless corpse along. How does she get out? Oh yeah, she just gets the keys. and Yeah, she gets the gets keys just... and is able to escape as Maniac Cop is beating down the door, smashing his way through. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then she climbs out on like out, out of the window. Oh, she throws a chair out first, and she climbs out uh, onto the ledge. But then she's trying to. The, the police on the ground level notice Jack and go over and grab him. Yeah, you kind. She kind of. They kind of notice her wrestling with an unseen figure on yeah. top of the thing, and and then climbing down a fire escape, shouting at them, and they go, "We know what to do. Arrest that man." And they go, "Is that?" They go, is that- Forest over there, get him, all of us. Yeah, and they literally run over like, uh, like classic, like oi, 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 police, and they just arrest him. <laughs> um, and they um, put him in the old. Well, I'm not sure. Does this phrase fly anymore? What they describe their police van? I don't remember. What do they call it? Said, so, "Oh, whack him in the old paddy wagon," and I was like, "Oh, oh, did I... oh god, <laughs> not thought about on that pa- on St. Patrick's Day as well." <laughs> yeah. I've not thought about that anymore. I've not thought about that in a long time. Probably, probably not okay to call it that anymore. Police. I mean, there's 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 a maniac cop around. You know, every other police officer looks slightly better compared to him. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he's trying to turn around the vision of the police force just by being actually your average policeman, even if they um, have some problematic nicknames for their vehicles, um, yeah. and not maniacs. Um, but as soon as Jack is in the truck, Maniac Cop um, that he tosses the driver away, tosses the driver right off onto the side there, and then steals it in an insane move, which I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, what is he doing? Um, but he basically drives it back to his little hideout that he's got going on. Um, but Mallory and Jack... Tag, al- tag along, hold no, on. Well, Jack's Jack's in there. Jack's in so, there, of course. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm getting confused. So Mallory, Mallory goes after them. Yeah, she gets another police officer who now knows yeah. the deal because they've seen Maniac Cop now. Mm. That's right. Um, and they uh, chase after them. They do a classic '80s bit of a jump over a hill in the car. Love it. Yeah. Uh, when when they get there, though, the other officer pretty much gets killed straight away. Then they get shotgunned. Yeah, like, yeah. Can you handle a shotgun? Yeah, better than you, mate. Um, <laughs> Maniac Cop is trying to chop his way into the um, thing, and like Jack does a great like video game moment here after he's done some great Bruce Campbell like dancing around in the back of the truck while it's moving. Like yeah. so, Maniac Cop is breaking in. And he's chopping at the door, and he goes right. He's going to be through it. Ready steady and then like when he chops the door finally Bruce Campbell uses that to then run at the door and ping it open and he like, yeah. goes under him 
Um, and this is we see Maniac Cop's face for the first time, don't we? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's disfigured. He's got some slices on his face. He's not quite like full Freddy Krueger messed up. Um, is, he doesn't look like he's brushed his teeth in a, <laughs> in ever. Yeah, it's like taking like, um, the dice of a dentist. In uh, some of the sequels, it looks like he goes full zombie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've like not like seen any sequels. Have you seen? I think seen... I've seen two. Yeah, goes a bit Jason. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Come on, sorry. So pretty much what happens now. Um, Cordell think... tries to get away again. He I does. Think, he get. He gets what, in the truck again. They shotgunning at him. They have like a team fight. So Mallory and Jack. They fight him. They're trying to shoot at him with a shotgun. He gets a shotgun, and then they fight it. Bruce Campbell's attacks appear to be more effective that against him than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and when he's driving, at one point, doesn't he? Like he's distracted by Bruce Campbell, and he like just drives. There's like a pipe, like impales him. Yeah, as you said, like Matt Cardle, he puts his famous song on. When they collide, they come together. Um, <laughs> when a pipe and... collides with me, nipple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I crash, this van will fall apart. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the, the, the sort of mast or the pole or whatever it is, when it hits him, hits him hard. Um, and he goes, oh, and they fall off. Bruce Campbell yeah. would have played. Bruce Campbell would have been killed as the truck would have landed on top of him. He sort of pings off into the sea. Yeah, um, that's good. And then the police arrive. They extract the van. Um, they pull it out of the the sea. Everyone's on board with it now. He is no longer Blamiac Cop. He's. Uh, everyone knows that Maniac Cop is a thing. They're all pointing their guns. Well, it wasn't um, you after all. Then who was it? It was the Maniac Cop. Oh. Is he? Makes sense. This Matt Makes Card- sense. Um, and they all point their guns, but he is gone, lost forever to the to the the whims of the sea. But is he? We have a look down at the bottom of the docks. There, see a little tiny hand. A little tiny hand coming out. <laughs> I mean, it could be someone else. Who's to say it's him? You know, it could, it could be, be a, a weird New York fish. Broken <laughs> out. So I but, watched the I watched the extended version and there was a different ending in this. Oh, what's your yeah, extended that. version? Yeah. So we got that, but then in the extended version, there's a bit where the mayor, because in the extended version, there's scenes with the mayor like cut between like throughout the film. The mayor is just like panicking and hiding out in his office and worried that Cordell's going to come and get him. But when he's in his office having a drink to celebrate Cordell being dead, finally for real, Matt, uh, Matt Cordell is behind a curtain and he comes out and we hear the mayor scream in I guess pain as he's murdered. So yeah. or just or just surprise. Oh surprise. Oh Matt Cardle, I love you. <laughs> Can you sign this for me please? Yeah, that's it. Cool. <clears throat> so um that's some name game if you guys are ready. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So this first one I watched is about a killer dressed as a janitor who starts murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City with his wet broom. Maniac mop. Maniac mop. Another uh, one is killer dress uh, <laughs> as a nurse begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City with a Q-tip. 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 I guess we call him a cotton bud in the UK. <laughs> it's called mere pokers. Mere pokers, <laughs> maniac. I guess, uh, so... Is it, what was that? 
Okay. Pop. No. No. Uh, but uh, she, uh, this nurse is uh, also trying to do COVID tests. Let's go with that. Uh, maniac swab. Maniac swab. Maniac oh, swab. Right. I'm still laughing. Sorry, I, I, I can't stop thinking about wet broom. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, killer dressed like a big mouth begins murdering people on the streets by talking them to death. Maniac. Cough. Talking to death. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Very talky, chatty, going on and on, killing people. Killing people. <laughs> is this a? He's a. He's a shite. Oh, maniac gob. gob. Maniac gob. <laughs> maniac gob. He's a gob shite. Maniac gob shite. Um, uh, killer <clears throat> naked. <laughs> surprisingly, there is me and tackle out. Begins murdering innocent people on the streets in New York City with the power of his penis. Maniac knob. Maniac knob. Me and tackle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it all out, mate. Um, He's showing off. Okay, well, uh, two more. Uh, a cop dress in a lab coat begins arresting people correctly based on the crimes they've committed using nothing but the power of his mind. Uh, brainiac cop. Brainiac cop. And one last bonus one. A cop oh. dress um, in... I oh, know, completely missed it. Uh, a cop dressed as someone else begins framing another person for murders of of a maniac cop. Framiac cop. Framiac cop. Framiac cop. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to rate the film then. Um, I don't know. Where... I feel like most of my re- reviews, most of my ratings, have been around this mark recently. So maybe I need to be a bit more bit polarized. Brave. Yeah, but uh, it's it's very difficult to polarize me these days. Right down the middle. What do you mean? I know what you mean. Uh, we haven't watched anything that's been like, this is a bloody masterpiece, or the opposite for a while. Yeah, what I was going to go B. It, I've got B minus. Sorry. Um, I think it's a, a pretty fun slasher. It's one of the better slashers. I just feel like the storyline's a bit... I don't think we need to know more about who the main character is. A bit more Bruce Campbell time. A bit more of an actual character arc for him, maybe. Um, but it's it does everything that you kind of want this kind of film to do, though. And it's an interesting yeah. concept for it, for a slasher. I've just spotted something. Sorry. Sorry to drop in while we're, while we're writing <laughs> this film. Jake LaMotta, a.k.a. The Raging Bull, the Bronx Bull, the actual boxer, is apparently in this film, uncredited as Detective Motta. That's weird, isn't it? There you go. That's weird. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, B minus. Uh, I was going to go for a B plus, but then Jake Lamotta's in it, so I'm like, don't rate him. There you yeah, go. I think, I think B minus because, it's, yeah, it's a good slasher. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a bit silly, and it's got like some hor- horror royalty oh. in it, so... Just He's the them. guy who tells uh thingy that his wife got killed from ear to ear. Oh, that's He's him. The weird guy. The deep voice detective. Yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, for okay. me, Maniac Cop. I can see the other bits. It's got a little bit of Michael Myers in it, it's got a little bit of Freddy to it. Um 
I'm going to try and be a little bit... I'm not going to go quite as high as you guys. Um, I'm going to go C+. It feels like part of a bigger thing. I might revise that when I've seen what the second part looks like, but it feels like this one is another one that is set up to just roll to something else immediately. Mm. And I think that at <clears throat> times it's a little bit confused to go higher. Yeah. Um, and there are other, <laughs> like sometimes it revels in its excesses, like with the the kill that's like with that guy that's um, pulled out of his car. And then other times it feels like they ran out of time and imagination, like with, you know, the former informant, Framiac Cop, who gets um, like just strangled and put on a table. So yeah, like yeah. There, are, there are bits they don't execute on so much. But I did really like the music. The music is great. The music was good, yeah. The music's yeah. fantastic. And I like Bruce Campbell and his slapstick acting. So still good, still a C plus, still enjoyed it. But um for me it was neither wacky enough to be a sleepaway camp or iconic enough to be in the Halloween world. Have we done have we done some sort of rating of like our favorite slashers or anything like that? That'd be quite a fun little bonus episode to do or bonus feature of some sort um i feel like i'd have a like a favorites from favorites from a couple of different subgenres. so like i don't know slashes body horrors yeah a third thing yeah like we each come and uh would say that top slasher films and we each bring like our five and we do a round robin an yeah. idea perhaps ben I, mm. I didn't catch your rating have you I've gone for a, I, went, I went for a B minus as well, same as okay. you, Luke. Yeah, Two yeah. B minuses and a C plus, practically the same rating. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Made um, it safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so, what this film is. This film does like you know, you can say it plays it safe, right? It you know, you could design this from a from a whiteboard. There's loads of really great factors to it. Um so I'm defending our playing it safe. No one call us shites on a video and tag us in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to be doing M. Night Shyamalan's Old, which I think would be a fun one to do. There's quite a lot to talk about in that film. Yeah. Unless Andy can't see it. And in that case, we'll do... If he can't see it, we'll do Werewolves Within. Yeah. So it could okay. be either of those. So if you tune into next week's episode, it'd be a nice surprise for you. It might be ne- neither of those films. It might be Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> it might be fun. It could be slimmer. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, you can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Thanks to Kovach Kalman for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing. Join the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Um, I just realized I've said this nearly 118. Well, this will be 188 times, I think I've said it. Um, Are you factoring in the episodes you missed into that, eh? Wow. 187 times, maybe. No, 186 times. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who's counting? Who knows? Ben, you, you might say it in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. I never know. I do say it in my sleep. Do you ever practice it in the mirror? The intro and the outro? No, but I think that maybe like the very first time, I maybe said it out loud a couple of times. To, yeah. Get you sort really of get really get the feel of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thanks to my co-hosts Ben and Andy for being right horror dudes. Oh yeah, thanks for having <laughs> me, guys. Oh, I forgot to say, for the anniversary this year, four years. Oh my god, I joined you. 
Yeah. The anniversary. <laughs> Even that seems strange because I mean, how, we were doing it a little while before you. That must have been. Well, no. Well, so you, you joined. It was like episode, episode twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it was okay. a little while. That's a little while before yeah. you. Wow. Half a year. There. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. The passage madness. of time means nothing to me anymore. Yeah. Four years. Anniversary. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us, guys. What a time. Here's to another yeah. four years. Yay. Four more years. Right. <laughs> four more years. Your and Andy Conduit Turner banners outside your house right now. Yeah. Right. I Bye will guys. catch you later, guys. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.